Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. Today, we're going to talk about overall the McCabe firing, the PA 18th District Special Election, the school walkouts, Trump visiting the big, beautiful wall prototypes, and if we have time, we'll talk about Rex Tillerson being fired. But first, we're going to talk about the big news that's happened over the past few hours, which is the uh, second in command of the FBI and temporary director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, was fired by Jeff Sessions for misleading investigators about his decision to allow FBI officials to give information about the Clinton Foundation uh, investigation to the media. So basically, he was giving information to the media that he probably wasn't supposed to. You doing the dishes, Alex? <laughs> oh, no, I'm grinding some, grinding some beef. Oh, okay. Wait, he's doing what? I don't know. I did, what did you say you are doing? I'm browning some beef for some uh, meat pasta. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Uh, I always love your cooking, Alex, so I bet that's going to be a nice spicy meat pasta. Uh, uh, meat pasta, I meant meat sauce. Oh, uh, meat I sauce. Picked up, yeah, I picked up a new gun today. Oh, we'll talk about that um, after this topic, but yeah, we'll get into that. Because uh, Mikey was talking about that I saw on Facebook. Uh, so anyway, uh, the other thing was that McCabe made memos about Trump uh, that apparently he was keeping at the time, but now he's given them to Robert Mueller. That just broke a few hours ago. McCabe uh, responded by saying his firing was a part of a, quote, war on the FBI. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to blame everybody else except him, pretty much. Uh, CNN called it a Friday night slaughter, like very similar to what they said when Trump fired Kobe, so, Comey. So again, linking him and comparing him to Richard Nixon, which I think is silly. Uh, and Trump tweeted out in the morning that, quote, Andrew McCabe fired. A great day for the hardworking men and women of the FBI. A great day for democracy. Sanctimonious James Comey was his boss and made McCabe look like a choir boy. He knew all about the lies and corruption going on in the highest levels of the FBI. And the final bit I'll mention is that Trump also put out another tweet, which I thought summed up everything that's been going on perfectly. He said... As the House Intelligence Committee has concluded, there was no conclusion between Russia and the Trump campaign, as many are now finding out. However, there is tremendous leaking, lying, and corruption at the highest levels of the FBI, justice, and state. Hashtag drain the swamp. I couldn't agree with that last tweet more because that's all we're seeing is more corruption, more higher levels of the FBI doing things they shouldn't be doing, while all these people below them that are the boots on the ground that are doing the hard work are getting their, you know, the FBI's reputation tarnished because of all this, and they're getting, you know, kind of clumped into it, unfortunately. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I don't really know. Uh, I haven't been paying attention to the news today as much, so I, I knew he was fired, but I didn't know necessarily why. But, um, <coughs> yeah, and I see Fox is saying that uh, he kept notes on Trump. Just yeah. Like did. Yeah, those were his yeah, memos. He, yeah, he gave them to Mueller. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of that because yeah. Comey had memos and some of them turned out to be complete BS. Yeah. Some of them were like exaggerations. So, uh, yeah, I don't think Trump has anything to worry about. I don't think so at all. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Well, I'm surprised it took him this long to get fired. This guy, he's been a foreign in the side, he's been doing nothing but causing problems, leaking information. He shouldn't just be fired. He should be indicted. He should be sent on trial. So they had that one guy who was, uh, you know, if you leak information, that's, you know, that's, a, that's illegal. He needs to be tried before a court law and by an impartial uh, judge and jury and sentenced 
Yeah. Figures. Yeah, well, I think it's funny how he was fired, like, two days before he was going to retire. So, apparently, like, his pension, he's not going to get yeah. till like, 57. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, he doesn't deserve a pension. Yeah, and I think that's what Trump did was he was... He, that's why I think he ordered Sessions to fire him was to give a little bit of pain on him. Because, I mean, if you just fire the guy, like, what does he lose? Nothing, really. He just loses yeah. his job. Okay, he can get another job anywhere. Write a book. That's what Comey's doing. Make millions of dollars. You're now the left little darling little angel celebrity of, oh, I'm a victim of Trump, the demagogue. Uh, so, you know, he's got, he can do other things now. He's fine. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, anything else, Dad? Not to this topic, no. Okay. Now, Alex. Wait, now, real, yeah, real sure. Quick, weren't they supposed to be uh, shutting down that the election investigation, like, or yeah, Trump's lawyer is calling for it to be shut down. That was another thing that broke today. He was uh, saying that the Mueller investigation should be shut down. There's been a bunch of other uh, invest, like the House investigation has already concluded there was no collusion between Trump and Russia. And yet all the corruption is on the FBI and the Clintons. That's where all the corruption is, but they're not looking into that, of course, because you can't look into the rigors. Uh, but... Yeah, it's it's supposed to shut down. It's probably going to shut down soon. But I think Mueller's going to try to drag out as long as possible because he recently was digging into Trump's uh, Trump the Trump organization's uh, records and files that I think happened a few days ago. Uh, anyway, anything else? No, no. Uh, I think I'm done with this topic. I mean, I think you said about everything. Yeah. Okay, Alex, you want to tell us about your little present you bought today? Yeah, so you know, I've, I've moved on from my life at State College, and I'm up near um, up near Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so I've been over there, and I decided to stop by a gun store, and I picked up a uh, 1911. It was a Remington, Remington version of it. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I think I spent uh, just a hair under $700 on it for brand new. That's Yeah, brand that's new not gun. bad for them. My, uh, my friend has a Kimber, but he paid like 1800 Am I not talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the prices on those just vary so wildly. I mean, they had some that were, like, I think, closer to $500 there. But the thing with this one I like is it had those, they had good target sites on it. And I want, I find my own one for target shooting. I wouldn't really recommend a 1911 for, uh, you know, like a concealed carry weapon. Yeah. Oh, is it, it may, a pistol? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a picture of it. Ooh. Yeah, you might as so, well buy it now for the Democrats try to ban it. Nah, it'll be that one will be a little bit of a while. I've been trying to get them to find an FAL, but you know, it's, those are the only one I noticed that one in State College. Oh, but, FALs are hard to find. You know, they have like they had one at that one place. Uh, I forget the name of it. Those guys are pretty good. The one I brought, uh, Mister. Uh, oh, was um, it Jack? Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to say the name of the place, so I won't. Okay, but it's confidential. Yeah, I, I, it's like advertising. Yeah, uh, they were pretty. They were pretty good though. I like those people over there, and they did a uh, pretty good price for some yeah. of their stuff. That's right. I bought a revolver off them before. I mean, back compared to places where I was from, these these are pretty good. And the people over here was also like a bait shop. So mm -hmm. it was it was a nice little hole in the wall. So yeah, nice little yeah. experience purchasing it. Well, well, see, here's the thing: like the the liberals want to go make it harder. Dude, I have to go and fill out so much dang paperwork. Like it, it, it's ridiculous just to go and buy a gun. It, yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous for a right. I have to go and just must have been probably like ten, fifteen, maybe even twenty minutes, and some of these questions. 
some of them are just a little bit, you know, silly. And, like, they're asking me about my employer. Like, why do they need to know this? Yeah. I can understand. Like, this stuff I don't mind, but I think it's silly the notion of there's no background checks, there's nothing you have to, you just walk in and buy a gun. That's obviously not the case. I mean, you're saying you had to go through a background check, Alex? Oh, my God. Well, it wasn't just a background check. Yeah. Like, why do they need to know my employer? Are they going to go and call them up? They need to know my address to my employer. Yeah, they, they asked for that because they are, uh, under our law anyway, under Pennsylvania law, they could, if they wanted to, call your employer after. Now, at least the gun shop owners aren't, like, the crazy liberals, so they won't really do that. But, yeah, that's why they ask you those questions. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's, I don't think they should be able to ask for your employers because you know, that's, that just doesn't seem like it'd be helpful if you're self-employed. You know, I mean, if you're self-employed, then you don't do say, anything. I usually just say unemployed. Or yeah. <laughs> even if I do have a job, I just put down that I'm not, and that's that. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think they should be doing that either way. Like, were they going to say that you're a person? Like, the the regular background check would cover all that. And I feel like it's a lot too. Like, I already have a uh, license to conceal a to carry a firearm in Pennsylvania. Right. Why do I need to go through another background check? And that was yeah, well, that's maybe a much more extensive background check. Yeah, well, I think maybe what they would do it now is like because you know some of these people you don't see the signs at first that they're crazy, and maybe some people don't report them yet. And so I I, th I have no problem with you getting a background check like every time you get a gun or you know or all the other stuff you have to do. But I think maybe like for gunners that maybe like reach like age sixty, the men or fifty, I could see like maybe loosening some stuff up, but. You know, as long as, to me, if we're going to get more background checks and more paperwork you have to do, but no guns get banned, that's perfectly fine. If it doesn't well, no, like, add more right time, here. I'm okay with that. Like, well, if, no, I want to decrease the time. If, why can't they just yeah. have a... That's the thing. Like, it's ridiculous. Why does? Why can't I just show them my card and then it automatically hooks up to a database? Well, because like because what I'm, we saw... Very with, happy. I think the problem I see is that, like, what we saw with this school shooting uh, is that, you know, the guy was, I assume, was able to buy a gun and get through the background check. Like, I guess you could say that, you know, if, like, for, you know, how you have to, they have to contact your employer, maybe the employer sees something that's wrong about you or they, they see some crazy signs and they can get that information through there even though they haven't reported to the FBI. I mean, I don't know, but I'm trying to, trying to see how the, you know, why it's there. Well, that's not, well, I mean, yeah, that's, um, but you can see what happened that one, there was a story of this one lady who was working as like a social worker and she had a gun and then her employer found out and they fired her for it. And yeah, that, that that's, that's terrible. Too. I yeah. mean, well, to be fair, a private company can do whatever they want, but. Well, yeah, then, you know, they shouldn't be forced to provide that information. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because like if I was an employer, I'd want to know if my employees have guns. But at the same time, I wouldn't fire them for well, it. she never brought it with her, right? Oh, she, yeah, and that's my, the other I thing. I understand that, right, right? She just had a concealed carry permit, but she never brought your gun to work. Is that correct, Alex? Yes, that's correct. And oh, that that's too. insane then. Yeah, so whenever, just because she owned a gun, they fired her. That's stupid. When, whenever police officers, I heard I heard from someone, and I'm not a police officer, so I don't know the truth, but I heard that like on your driver's license, they'll see if you have a concealed carry permit. And when you go into, I like, Canada or that. something, it when you go into... Oh, wait, where is this? What state is this? Or... Well, I heard in PA that they do that, that it tells the cops. 
And I had, I was on a Pennsylvania Firearm Owners Association form, and that's what I've heard from some police officers from there. And they're claiming this. I don't really have run-ins with cops because I'm generally a good driver and don't put myself in that situation. I had to show her my concealed carry license because I had my gun nearby. But since I was nice and I showed it to her right away, she didn't even care. Wow. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like When you're a cop, you gotta be terrified walking up to a car because you don't know what people are gonna do. Yeah. You know, they could have a gun just hanging, you know, holding in their, you know, down here, like in, not really in their lap, but like yeah. hidden, and you can't see that, and then bang, you're dead. I mean, that's why I'm perfectly fine with it being out of license because that, you know, if somebody, because some people forget that yeah. they have their gun on them, and then they'll see the license, they'll see, uh, you know, I don't know what it looks like, but they'll see they have concealed carry, and they'll go, okay, sir, can you tell us where the gun is? Don't reach for it, but tell us where it is, you know, because some people are really stupid where either they'll forget that they have it, or they'll start reaching for it, and the cop panics, thinks they're going to shoot him, and shoots the guy in the car, yeah. you know? That's where stuff like that I, I do like. Well, well, here's the thing, though. What if you're not carrying a gun, the police officer thinks you see you have a concealed carry license, when you don't even have don't bring your gun, you know, you're just driving to the grocery store. Well, they would ask you, you and you have to say, you know, no, I don't have a gun on the officer. But then they can well, yeah, but check. Then you have I mean, situations. they might not trust you. That's true. And they go and say, this is probable cause for me to search your vehicle. I'm pretty sure, oh. then, I'm pretty sure a bad then you get guy also situations. wouldn't say yes. Yeah, a bad guy wouldn't. So if a... A like, bad guy wouldn't even have a permit. Yeah, he probably wouldn't. But what I'm saying is, like, for cases where people do stupid things, and then you get the, oh, an unarmed yeah. black man was shot by a white cop, ooh. And it's like, well, when you then look at it, like, you know, there's so many things always go wrong on both sides. Like, to me, that's a good thing to eliminate those sort of things. But, yeah, I can understand the fear of probable cause. But I think cops, you know, cops will find a lot of other ways to do that. Like, you'll see, like, in, I don't know if they actually do this, but I remember one show, like, they, they come up to the car, and they take their gun, they knock the headlight and crack it, and they say, oh, your headlight was out, you know, and they do stuff like that, like, that's why I pulled you over. Yeah, it's like they can always find some sort of, I guess, excuse, but... And that's why well, you need well, a dash cam. Yeah, yeah dash cam. Yeah, I got dash But the yeah. thing is, like, if you're, like, let's say, you know, you're just trying to the time you get a butthole police officer, you know, a very Did bad... you say butthole police officer? Well, you can't say the other one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was just funny. You know, you get a uh, not-so-nice police officer who comes and says, hey, <laughs> we're going to go and arrest you. you know, I'm going to go and uh, cause some problems. Yeah. And then he goes, and then he says, oh, this guy has a gun permit, therefore I can presume he's armed and dangerous, and then, bam, you get shot, potentially. And that's, I just don't think it should be on there. If you have your gun, they should just ask you if you have a gun. Yeah, that's well. That's why. Well, that was the exact case as to why I was saying they should have on the license so that they know if you have it or not, well, and they don't see, get shot. Well, you you, well, always, no, you always have your concealed carry permit with you, so like yeah, it's just a separate license. I think that's fine because that way, like when you don't have the gun on you, you don't have to show them the concealed carry license, and they don't get worried that you might. Okay, have a gun. so and you always yeah, have yeah. So yeah. the concealed carry license. It's a separate license you always have to have on you. Yeah, if you're <laughs> deep trouble. <laughs> Uh, you broke your uh, bleep virginity that on the, the radio. First time I ever did that. <laughs> deep oh, trouble. <laughs> deep doo doo. Deep poop poo. Did you hit the button in time? Yeah, I, I jumped right. over. <laughs> All right. But, anyway, uh, no, yeah, wrap but this up. Here's the thing. Yeah. And, and then I also heard cases where people go to Canada and then it somehow shows on their American driver's license that they are that they have to carry license. Same thing for Mexico. This causes their. I heard. I heard things about this. I don't know. 
how true it is. I know that they're changing requirements for driver's licenses. Yeah. If they have this, if they can do, if they can show it on your regular driver's license, they'll stop because they can scan this and it's probably in a database somewhere. Yeah, it could be in the database. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's physically on the license. Oh, okay. Be like if you scan it, I could see that. Okay. I don't think it. I'm not. I'm not saying it should be or shouldn't be, but I think that like that's definitely possible. That might be true. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it can cause harassment from you know like yeah. the Cana- from the Canadian Mexican border when you try to go over there. Not that I really go to any of those places anyway. Well, well, you don't want to visit Canada. Justin in the north and get shot by drug cartels in the south. Well, yeah, yeah. There's no real point for me to go over there. What am I going to do? You know, like uh, drink maple syrup and uh, watch someone else have relations with my girlfriend. Oh my god! I don't want to go to Canada. Yeah, I don't want. I. I I actually went to Canada once because uh, well, I was in Michigan. I went with my grandparents, but. Uh, in Canada, like at least for us, because they saw a family of four, like it's the most stern-looking people in the world. They they do not have a soul or a heart. It looks like because they do not smile, they aren't do not frown. Like the nicest? Can no, they just look at you. Really? They're like, you know, these aren't Canadians. These are oh. just border people. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. talking about when we were crossing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't give context. I'm being silly again. But when you're crossing, like they 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 pulled our. We showed them. I think just my parents' license. I don't even know if they looked at mine. I was a little younger at the time. This was years ago, but. And they just kind of looked at the license. They looked at the car a bit. They really didn't do much. But I bet for, like, you know, big trucks and, you know, uh, just people alone in a car coming to do a little more checking out. Uh, but, I th- yeah, I think they just looked at our faces was all they did. But, yeah, I I don't think it's a big problem. So I'm not going to worry about, you know, concealed carry stuff on licenses. But, you know, the more friction I think you put at, in terms of gun control, just friction, not actual banning guns, but just friction, maybe in how to get a gun, I think is okay. It's just you can't get too far. I, I'd rather be annoyed than, you know, a maniac getting a gun. It's kind of like TSA when people complain about, oh, there's so many things you have to do, you know, to get on a plane. I'm like, I don't care if it stops, uh, you know, uh, Mohammed Al-Lakbar from getting in with a bomb. I'm fine with That's it. Racist, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Islamophobe. Yo, because it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather have to go through that than get blown up in a million pieces on a plane. So, anyway. Well, you're getting blown up for a million pieces. It's like one in a million. Yeah, I mean, you do I mean, have a better chance yeah, of crashing. Yeah, but I want to decrease crashing. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, if I want to decrease so far, those odds, you know, it's, it's like... So, it's so far, you decrease the odds of dying by not driving a car, but you drive a car, don't you? Yeah, but that that that's a that's a well yeah. There's a there's a there's a risk you take during that, but there's an increased risk. You drive a bicycle. Risk. Do you know how much risk there is for driving a bicycle? Like, I'm not even joking. No, bike- driving a bicycle is one of the most dangerous. It, it should be. It should be. People shouldn't be riding bicycles, okay? On roads, if you get hit, I have, like, zero sympathy because cyclists are annoying. They, they get are. in the middle of the road. They block it. They go, like, two miles per hour. You honk your horn. They don't move their butt over. They just throw you the finger, and then you have to drive around the opposing lane, almost get kamikaze like a tractor trailer, and you get across, and then, oh, yo, it's the, the car's fault. No, you cyclists are annoying people. People. Stop doing these things. Like as a cyclist, I hate cyclists. <laughs> but well, we have to yeah, go to the well, break. But any last few words, Alex, before I go to break? Yeah, let's ban assault bikes, ban BMX bikes. 
I think that common sense bicycle control. Yes. <laughs> you, you, we were DMing this sort of thing in Discord, That's Mikey. Funny. We were like, yeah, common sense bike control. <laughs> Ban all bicycles with extended chains and extended gear ratios. Yeah. This this has to You don't to need stop. a bicycle with more than 10 gears. <laughs> Using a military uh -oh. style. Mine has 21. <laughs> yeah. You have to be 20. We're going to have to raise the age. That. We're going to have to raise the age to buy a bicycle from uh, no age to 21, just to be safe, because this is common sense. Uh, now we're going to talk about the uh, special election in the 18th district of Pennsylvania. Uh, this was a, the, the current, you know, um, representative had stepped down and, or retired or something, whatever, he's gone, and we had a special election just a few months before the big election, and Democrats pushed all their money and time into this to kind of break through and start a blue wave, hopefully. Rick Saccone, there was a Republican, lost to uh, Lamb, the Democrat, by only 627 votes. Uh, and I don't think that's kind of right into yet, but Lamb is pretty much the winner by a slim you know, um, difference. And basically it's because of from my analysis, a few things. One, both candidates were basically the same, except Lamb was more energetic, young, and interesting. He was a Lamb, as even though he's a Democrat, was a Catholic, a vet, and very pro. Yeah, pro gun, not really pro life, but the message got out enough that people were convinced of that. And he was going after the blue collar Trump base there, a sort of populist base. And Sakon was doing the same thing with policy, but he's old and boring, and people don't like that. So he lost, and of course, 1,379 idiots voted for the Libertarian candidate, which spoiled the election and ruined it for the Republican, and so we lost a seat because of that. Uh, TLDR, don't vote for third party ever. You are throwing your vote away. Um, that's just my opinion, but uh, what do you guys think of this? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> go ahead. You go first, Alex. I don't have too much. All right. So I was actually uh, within Pittsburgh when this was going on. I did not see a single person getting out of the vote for the Republican. That's the, bad. Uh, the Allegheny County uh, GOP is uh, just terrible. They have no. I, I've never seen any of any sort of discussion. I have no clue who this guy was before the special election. They need to do a better job with this. They need to go and get out the vote. They need to go and write posters. They need to go and have people saying, hey, vote for this. Now, I wasn't able to go and vote in my election because my like uh, district's like not quite there. I mean, I, I live in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's a big city, especially in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So there's multiple districts. So, uh, yeah. The, and the other guy, too, he wasn't like a super crazy liberal uh Democrat. He was, I think he was like pro-life. I heard he was relatively pro-gun. Yeah, that's I mean, not, from what I heard, it's not entirely true, but he's not extreme on abortion either way. Yeah, so I think that, you know, he's like, he's not moderate. Very, like, he is pretty moderate. The other guy seemed like a cuck, so. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't really a cuck because he supported Trump. And he's been pretty vocally pro-Trump. And Trump went to uh, a rally there to support him, which was a fabulous rally, I might add, uh, where he announced his 2020 slogan of Keep America Great Again. Or, sorry, I keep putting the again. Keep it's America Keep America Great. great. Yeah. yeah. And so Trump's going to be on his way to win again. But he did that rally. And hopefully, that, you know, Trump did his duty. He went there. He did what he could. I mean, if you visit a second time, 
the Republican may have won, but you know, it's a special election, people. This is not the main election. It's coming up in a few months where we're, you know, this guy's only, Lamb's only going to be in there for a few months. Like I think January is the actual election. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, the, the, the consensus I made of this was that it's not a blue wave, but it's not a red wall. Okay, you know, for the national scale, people were taking this and projecting it, saying, "Oh, this is the blue wave that's coming." You know, Democrats going to sweep the midterms. I still don't think that's I don't possible. Think so. Yeah, I don't think that's very um, likely. I, I mean, think they have a shot now. This yeah. kind of energized them a bit, which is what they wanted. Um, and Republicans, uh, I think, at least in quite a few years, like like uh, Alex was saying, they're not campaigning or not ca canvassing and doing the groundwork well enough. Because even though this guy had a lot of money spent toward him, money doesn't mean anything really it's all about the candidate trump spent like a third of what hillary spent and he won by a good healthy margin of electoral votes so what republicans need to do is they need better candidates they need enough money and they need energy and enthusiasm trump can help with that only so much but you need to support trump a hundred percent or else these people aren't going to vote for you and you got to outshine these Democrats. I think the Republicans will pull it off in the midterms and win. I think they're going to win, you know, they'll probably keep their uh, numbers probably about the same. I used to say that they were going to pick up seats. That I think they're going to lose some but then pick up others and it balances out. They're, ben Shapiro, I think, said that they're going to get the, the, the Republicans going to lose the House. I think he's totally wrong on that. But the Senate is a definite Republican keep. The House will be interesting, but I think the Republicans are going to keep it. They just got to play smart. I think the the only worry I have is that all these Republicans who came out and voted Trump, they they need a lot of them normally never vote. Yeah, that's I'm just, true. I'm worried that they're not going to vote in this midterm, and then that will be if we if we do lose the House. That'll be why, because we don't have enough coming out to vote. Because I know uh, over the summer I work at a concrete place, and I know there, uh, like, all of them voted for Trump, but none of them have, like, really ever voted before. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. Trump knows how to energize people, get them excited, yeah. and get them out to vote. These candidates like this guy that were succumbed, they're boring, don't do that. Yeah. You got to get people excited for you. Trump can only do so much for all these candidates in the midterms. But I agree, because there's a lot of Democrats that had never voted Republican in their life or never switched much and they voted for Trump. A lot of Obama voters voted for Trump. You know, and when you see stuff like Hillary saying, stuff like, you know, um, she, remember she made that comment a few days ago about Trump supporters. Oh, yeah. uh, they want to see women not get jobs and they wanted to see black people not get rights. And then didn't she like fall down the stairs? And then she fell down the yeah. steps of India twice. Car I believe in the God now. When you yeah. see stuff like that, you start to believe <laughs> because that is the most out of touch, stupid statement she said since the deplorables comment. It's, it's, it's the elitist arrogance of, you know, I know what's right for you, and you people are, you know, in the Midwest and in the rural areas are just racist bigots. It's so out of touch, so demeaning, and so wrong. I hope they keep giving her platforms because yeah. this is great. This is how we're going to keep winning, and I'm not going to get tired of winning. I know she won't run in 2020, but I wish she would. Oh. That would be the best thing to see again. To, to see, see him on Trump debate stage yeah. again. Yeah, and to see Trump beat her again. Oh. I wonder if she, her ego would, uh, like, th I think her ego's thinking about, like, deep down, but I don't think she's ever going to do it. They don't want no, her. she won't. They don't want it. They would be stupid if they brought her again. Yeah. They're, the, they're not that stupid. Yeah. Yeah. The party needs, like, fresh faces that are, 
I, I know people are going to be criticizing me. Why are you giving them advice? But this is for the good of the country, it's not I guess. Like they're listening anyway. Yeah, they're not listening. <laughs> they don't listen to real news. They listen to fake news. Uh, but yeah, if they really want to succeed, the Democrats, they need moderates, they need populists, and they need uh, enthusiastic, charismatic candidates. That's what wins you elections, and they need overall an outsider. Because these establishment insiders suck, and everybody hates them, and this is the decade of the anti-establishment, you know, uh, fighting back against globalists. Yeah. Alex, do you want to talk? Yes, Alex. Do you want to talk? Uh, yeah. So, about that, I, I kind of see, you can generally see with every election, it's like for the first year, you know, it's all good, the one party does really well, then after that, it usually goes into a decline. The other party gets control of the House or the Senate or whatever. And then you start seeing that this comes in waves. This happened, you know, mm-hmm. probably for the past 50 years. I mean, hope it might maybe it'll change. I mean, no one was expecting Trump. So we can always hope for that. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, at least you have Trump in there. And at least you have control of one of the House's worst case, you know, pretty much worst case scenario. It's just like atomic bad. But um, yes, again, in the world. Yeah. I think gridlocks. I, I think gridlocks generally a good thing, except when it comes to border control. I like when the government doesn't do anything. I think that's the purpose of government. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what's. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, that's what's. Yeah, I would agree that this is not you know a big deal losing this, but. You know, if we want to get stuff done like infrastructure, if we want to get the wall built, we're going to need to hold the House and the Senate both because if you lose one, the bill's going to go through the one branch government, get stopped by the other, and never gets to Trump. That's that's what I'm afraid of. You know, is that Trump's going to get not much done in these next three years, and you know that's going to hurt his 2020 chances, and that's just going to hurt everything in general. I mean, he's a good deal. Ma- he's a good. He's a superb deal maker. A superb. Negotiator, he could probably pull a lot of stuff through, but he's not going to pull off these big things that we need, like the wall. You know, I mean, yeah. he would have to then pivot really hard to the middle, and that's really difficult. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like for Trump, because he did, you know, we do need to fix immigration. Other than that, if he gets immigration fixed and then he doesn't do anything else, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I, I'd hope for that, actually. You know, the infrastructure, yeah, it's all right, but the states can deal with it. Yeah, but I they're not. The that's the problem. Well, the free market will show if people can't drive to work because the rates are so bad and people keep dying. People will see that and they'll move out. Companies will move out. That was, look, what happened, look what happened in North Carolina with the, uh, the tranny issue. The tranny issue? Wait, yeah, what? they had that thing years ago. I think it was North Carolina and then they like banned oh, the tranny. Bathroom bathroom. Oh, yeah. 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 And you saw all these people spend, and you know, the market, the free market affected that. I think the free market will also affect it if they don't have any infrastructure. I think that's hey. not comparable, unfortunately, because um, with the tranny thing, like, that guy was weaponized by the Democrats very well, and which was kind of surprising because it's such a small, insignificant thing. But with infrastructure, like, that we like I live outside Philly, like, and the Philly, we all know the Philadelphia airport sucks, but nothing gets done. Like, we've been saying it for years how crappy it is and nothing gets done. You know, inf- it's like the roads are always crappy by us, but nothing gets done. You know, it's... It's one of those things that you have to have a government force that, you know, does something because people unfortunately can't. I wish it would be a free market thing, but... Oh, oh no, no, it is. 
election, the people in Philadelphia, they keep electing the same candidates over and over. Yeah, it's cyclical. That's part of the problem. Cyclical autism, as you'd say. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if we were to elect people that promise X infrastructure, maybe even do it on, like, a local level. Hey, yeah. my rates are terrible. I'm going to go and call up experts. Or even better, sue the local government if it, is, if it hurts your car. I think yeah. we can do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then, and then the free market actually will definitely do that. I believe, I know in Maryland you can do that, and that's why their roads are better. I don't know about PA. Although I heard someone they had their like land damage and they sued the government for like twenty thousand dollars to fix it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Like if we could get a a, 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 um, a sort of energy behind it, like and candidates start running on that. Hey, take note, Republicans, if you're listening and you're running in midterms, run on infrastructure, run on wall, run on stuff that we want because that would energize people. And gun rights. And gun rights. Yeah, yeah gun rights, rights not a big thing. Yeah. Well, what about this? What if this is actually a good thing to help our uh, auto industry over here because more four-wheel drive vehicles will be sold? Yeah. That's actually a good thing. You're not wrong. I do want a four-wheel drive vehicle. Oh, my God. This is going to convince you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Ancapistan Express. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, I, whenever somebody brings up AdCap, they talk about private roads. I immediately think of uh, where my cousins live. They have this, uh, you know, it's a neighborhood, but the roads are actually private. And what's, it's not even a road. It's just gravel. <laughs> and they've never paid for it. They've never, like, put up the money to pay for a paved road. I'm just like, oh, so this is what AdCap stands like. <laughs> Well, I, every that. time I think of it, I just want to buy all the roads and <laughs> put a bunch of tolls on them. Oh, <laughs> I hate toll booths. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's not the thing. That's I, what I, think, I would do. Yeah, it's the smart yeah, toll thing. Booth, that's, the, that's one thing I don't like about being capitans with toll booths. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Then, but then we would see flying cars. Yes, that. fly over the toll booth. Yeah. But then we'd see flying toll booths. Yeah. How does that work? Like, I guess if you own the airspace above the land. Yeah, they're gonna do that, dude. Like, Amazon's already trying to like yeah, you restrict their space. Try and take a shortcut through someone's like above someone's house, and they shoot you down. Yeah, yeah. That, that's in Kazakhstan. Oh man, make that a meme, know. listeners. Make that a meme and send it to us at hashtag Real News Radio. Oh, yeah, speaking of, uh, I heard that like Amazon's looking at a. Most of Pittsburgh to move in, so. Yeah, they're looking at a whole bunch of cities, and they've slowly narrowed it down. Yeah, somewhere uh, in Pittsburgh. I hope. I hope they don't. I hope they don't come to Pittsburgh. Yeah, then you're gonna have the globalists I listening to you right there. State College. <laughs> like, well, they have a little place prices? there. Have you seen that downtown? No, There's like I, a little oh, Amazon yeah, store. There is. I saw that. Yeah. Well, do the housing prices? It just goes. I'd never be able to own a house. It'd be like California. Yeah. Months. Yeah, but you're gonna see cost living go up. Well, say college, the housing prices are already pretty bad over there. Good Lord, they come over there, it's going to be like $10,000. It's like $2,000 a month to rent like a little hovel. Yeah. It's like New York. Oh, I'm going to live in New York City when I get out of here. Yeah. I don't know what's well, happening to me because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, see, that's, well, that, that's a failure at the school. You know, I'll the say. schools, before they let you, they should go in before you even start college. They should put you in a program to help you and make yeah, sure you know what the idea. heck you're doing. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. Well, of course, Penn State won't do it because no. the longer you're at Penn State, the more money they get from you. Yeah, but they can make more yeah. money off of that, like a fifth year of college almost, you know, of you, like, trying to figure out your stuff together. You know, they, they might like it, but the problem is, like, cost of schools are going to be, you know, with, with technology improving and more things going online, like, the cost of schools should be going down. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah, but it isn't because they jacked the prices up. Yeah, no, that, that's not happening at if you go to an online college, yes, but the thing is Penn State, 
they're never going to have to really worry no. about that. There's a line from like here to Timbuktu of people wanting to get into Penn State. Yeah, from all over the, name. the world. It's all because of the name. Unless we take away federal funding from them until they get down to a reasonable like, yeah. charge, I'd, I'd, then I'd back Penn that. State will keep increasing. Like that's why if you're a state institution, you either go a full private, and that that'd be fine. They can do what they want at the private school, or B, they uh, you know they'll have to charge a certain amount because it's a public school, and then that's why we have so many students from out of the country because they can afford it. It's cheaper to go to school, and like I know some Chinese folks. And the thing is, it's very difficult to get into a state school in China, or I don't know what they mm. call the province, <laughs> um, like college over yeah. there. Yeah. But over here, if their parents have some money, and you know they can go to pretty much most schools, they go to like a great deal of any decent school, like Penn State. Like, if you're an in-state resident at Penn State, I from what I heard, it's really difficult to get into here. Yeah, that's what it was hard about. Well, that's why I had to work extra hard because it is hard to get in. There's a lot of people that were applying to Penn State just in-state, and they prioritize in-state and make it more competitive. Yeah, like if you come from out of state, I heard it's really easy because you're paying like... like You're paying more. You're paying a lot Yeah, you're paying a lot more. And see, that's not fair. That, That shouldn't be how it is. Yeah, why? Well, I, I never, I know why they do, but it's like just because you don't live, you know, like let's say you're like on the border of PA, you're inside PA, you move one mile over, you're already paying like crap ton. Oh more. no, 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 no yeah. that makes. Well, I understand why they do that, but they shouldn't. That's why we have so many out of state and out of country residents as or students at Penn State. Yeah, because I the think school the, makes bank. The out of country should be charged a lot more, and then us in-staters. <laughs> the the out-of-country should be charged a lot more, and us in-staters and uh, out-of-staters should get charged a lot less. I yeah. think well, that would be much the, more fair, because the people who are coming from out of the country, they're usually rich. Yeah, you look at the people from China and, and the purple, have or from... leased cars that are like Lamborghinis yeah. and stuff. They're so. rich well, daddies. Well, you know what's going to happen if we do that, right? We're going to have Penn State will be a Chinese university in America. Or like well, a, no, because all know, Penn State residents would be going there instead of going to Al. Because what some people do is, like when I was looking for this, like Michigan State, if I were to go to Michigan State, it's only like a little, it's like I think 10 grand more than I went if I went to like Penn State in-state for like, you know, a year. So it's like the out-of-state costs are actually less for a lot of other schools, but Penn State is First of all, Penn State's one of the most, I think it's the most expensive state, uh, public, you know, state school in the country. And then the out-of-state cost is even more. And, you know, people that come here, they're out-of-state, tend to be from, like, New England and a whole bunch of areas that are rich, rich, rich. But uh, any last few comments, and we got to move on. But now, here, if we increase the cost of Penn State significantly, Mm -hmm. then they will only want to get out-of-state residents. We will see very few in-state, unless they set a percentage, like, hey, you can only have... 10% 10% from out of the country. You can only have like 20% from out of state, then the rest has to be from state. I think that's probably the solution. Yeah, you could, that could be a good idea. Yeah, I think that could be a good idea to make a little quotas, not based on race or gender, but actually based on your residency because that's something that actually benefits people and works out. But we got to move on to two last little subjects. Uh, I'm going to mention this first one quickly, and we'll go through quick, and then we're going to talk about another one for a more extended period of time. But Trump visited the wall prototypes over the uh, week, and he met Border Patrol agents, talked to the press a bit. It was actually pretty cool. Great visuals, great persuasion overall of him being there inspecting them like a builder that he is. Uh, I loved it. Uh, and he wants one that's see-through. 
Uh, that's the one thing he emphasized. And that's cool. I didn't hear that. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Well, what I was going to do, but I didn't really set it up, but I was going to have us rate each wall design. That was what Milo was doing on his show. Because um, some of them are like really intimidating looking, but some of them are... I'll actually pull a picture up, but uh, what do you guys think just in general right now? Um, well, my problem was see-through. I'm sorry. You can hear Mikey. I was I was actually just going to say that. Since I don't have much to say, I won't take up the time because I know we're on a crunch. All right. So for see-through, I think I don't know about that because if it's see-through, it's going to be glass or something. Or no, that's, that's not how. Yeah, I'll explain that. could be plastic. Well, what they're doing, uh, I pull up. I'll, I'll turn to Mikey, but I, yeah, I don't know if you'll see it, Alex. But there's a uh, yeah, there's some prototypes of the wall. The first one we have here up on the board is a tannish colored wall with a tube at the top, but it's all concrete. That one's okay, but you can't see through it. And the tubes at the top are so people can't climb around them and put ropes around and hook at the top easily. Makes it a lot more difficult, and it's smart. you know it's very smart and very simple. Second wall design here, uh, I'm going to give the first wall design like a like a six. The second one here is just all tan, and it's got like a little like indent in it, and then it goes up to a thinner port. Uh, no see-through, no nothing, it's just a tan piece of concrete and nothing at the top. That's the one disappointing thing. So that one's, I'm going to give that a four. Third wall design here we have is it's it's really boring looking like it's just got nothing on it it's just like it's it's just a slab yeah uh yeah so that one's no good i'm gonna give it like a two <laughs> and then the set oh the third oh what was this fourth third one? one? Oh, oh that's intimidating one, yeah. as heck looking because it's it's all like gray concrete and it's got like these barbed wires at the top which i only don't like that because it's a lot to maintain they say like that's a maintenance problem and you know versus the tubes and people are gonna get stuck in there and it's gonna cause humanitarian problems and blah 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 the uh, fifth one we have here is blue it's got like steel at the top this is where the see-through is gonna come in uh, alex but this one's got steel that you cannot see through and then cement the bottom i'd give that like a seven because it's got somewhat nice aesthetics this is where we get through the see-through it has cement at the top uh, on this other one and then it has these steel sort of like um, it's like posts yeah they're like posts like they're, they're 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 flat and they're tilted so you can't like walk through them but you can see through them uh the, so that that one's not bad it's like a seven is, i really like them for the look i well i like the next one you can describe them yeah the next one this is the one trump and milo both liked and it's my favorite too even though it does look a little funny. It's a little tar with the see-through part, but then at the top, it's got cement and then the tube at the top. That's like the best of all worlds. I think Trump might make some personal sort of refinements to it, but that's a good one too. Uh, and then the last one, I really can't tell what it's, it's like about. It's the second one with a tube on top almost. Yeah, it looks like a bunch of cement slabs with a tube on top. But yeah, that, that seventh one, on it was like the first picture you come up on Google. That's, that, that's the best thing so far. I... I like it's that fabulous. a lot. The only thing is, though, as like, because I used to be an engineer, I think yeah. it's like, it's not as structurally Stable. secure. No, uh, in a way, like, you could put a satchel charge, uh, a satchel charge, you could put a, <laughs> a, like some kind of explosive in between two of the posts, and it would do a lot more damage than putting a, an explosive against a concrete wall that's solid. Oh, yeah. And like, I don't know, I can't tell exactly what they are, but if they're steel, you can even get saws that'll just cut through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you could do that with any kind of wall, but it, I think it would just be easier to break the wall than it would Whoa. be uh, well, for what well, I think solid. I wanted, but I like that it's see-through. It looks neat. Yeah, well, the idea of the see-through, this is what the Border Patrol agent said there, is that 
if they can see what the you know these illegals are doing, you know Pablo and his uh, amigos are doing, <laughs> he will be able to stop them and prevent them from doing stuff. Because they'll usually in these parts where they can't see through, they'll be doing all kinds of crap, uh, yeah. you know, at the wall trying to get through, and they don't see. Yeah, that's it. true. They'll be able to see someone if they're at that part of the wall yes. at that time. Well, there's gonna be cameras and yeah, sensors, all kinds of high tech crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna let Alex give a comment, and then we're gonna move on to the last topic. I'm sorry I'm rushing this, but I had to mention this. <laughs> Now, see, what if we had a wall that had, like, some sort of, uh, like, sort, you know, picture, like, giant Lego pieces that are made out of plastic that are, like, cut from, like, stone or something. And, you know, it, put it over there, and at the top there would be a barbed wire situation. So if they try to get scale it, it wouldn't work. And there will be, like, a little thin bit of metal in, that goes between the little Lego brick sort of things. And if a certain portion is damaged, you know, the, they'll cut the uh, little piece. Oh, so it's kind of like putting rebar almost, but a valve like, you know, razor wire? Yeah, like, no, 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 and like in the middle, like, you'd have this little wire in there, and if it gets snapped, it'll tell them exactly where it got cut so that the border oh. control can zoom over there. Yeah, that's kind of what they do now, but they do, like, with the sensors, like I was saying. Like, if there's some, like, movement, they detect it, and they, you know, they drive over there, ice comes over and squads out on them. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But anyways, uh, what's the final thing? Yeah, final topic I want to talk about with for a few main minutes is the school walkouts that happened on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, all cross-country students were walking out, pushing for gun control, all kinds of crap like that. Uh, one incident of a pro-gun student, how dare he speak up. He had a sign that said, guns don't kill people, people kill people. And the principal came up, chased him out, you know, and was yelling at him. And then they threatened to throw him in a cop car. Yeah, they actually chased him off property. Yeah, they literally chased him. Like, when I say that, it's non-exaggeration. They literally chased this kid for holding that sign. That, that's not even that controversial or edgy or anything. It's very, very true, simple statement. I mean, he, yeah. you could argue he's not even pushing for gun control in that statement. You could even argue that. Or, I mean, not gun control. Um, Pro-gun. Pro-gun. Yeah. yeah, you could argue that. Uh, but it, I, I, the problem I have with all this is we're listening to the demographic that, let's be honest, isn't the brightest. These are the people that are eating Tide Pods and doing drugs in the bathroom. And I think adults know they did stupid stuff when they were young and they've, I would hope, matured. So why are we listening to them about gun control when most of these kids haven't been in a school shooting? And if they have, should we really be basing our policy off of that? Because they're very emotional. And when you're emotional, you're irrational. Well, the thing with school shootings, it's like a one in, like less than a one amount of chance you'll just exaggerate this. And I think that's due to the feminized culture that we live in. That's, you know, it's completely not based on logic. This is all just my feels over reels. And I think that's the problem with society. Yeah, I agree. I think we overinflate the um, damage these. Yeah, we're hearing noises in here. Uh, the damage of these sort of things. I must have ghosts here or, or the goldless are spying on us. But the thing is, it's like I want to stop these things, and then I think there are things we can do. But when you see like some of the stuff David Hogg and this girl that he's with say, they say some really stupid stuff. Like he was in a phone call at the White House and he just hung up and said, you know, oh, the, you know, the president shouldn't be, um, you know, talking to us. He should be listening to us or something. He said, I forget what he said, but he's really arrogant. And it's like, if you want to get stuff done, you got to talk to the guy at the top, the guy that's writing the, you know, that's executing the laws, the, 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 the president i mean yeah. you don't get stuff done by saying f you and walking away like that it's i don't know it's not productive and it just makes me sad 
you know, he's a complete political hack. I, I, I feel bad for him that he was in the shooting, but, you know, whatever respect I had for him got lost when he's bragging about hanging off on the president of the United States. Yeah. I have a tough time having respect for someone who goes so far this way to go and turn his tragedy into politics, and I, I just can't respect that man or that boy. Is this David Hogg? Yeah, David Hogg. Yeah, yeah. he uh, the child he's, actor. He's getting he's um, an actor. He's getting rejected from like every college, <laughs> college? he's applying to. <laughs> yeah, but I hear uh, CNN's hiring. Yeah, <laughs> that's sorry. what Kyle. Uh, the, the, I, the, the one kid who like is actually respectable. The one kid that's respectable that happens to be pro gun, but is talking to Trump and the government and trying to get stuff done is getting no media attention. Yeah. CNN never invites him on because they're pushing a narrative. It's no secret. And, uh, yo, he's getting shoved to the sideline. But he's a very respectful kid. So I don't know if he's on... There's there's a new 60 Minutes episode coming out on Sunday. I'm going to watch where they have the shooting victims on. I don't know if they're going to have Kyle on. I hope they do. Uh, but I don't, I'm not aware that they invited him for an interview. But they had the girl on. Yeah, I don't think so. But they had the girl on, you know, the uh, the shaven head girl. And she said... She already she already said something stupid. She said that the, that the government is spending uh, $400 million on arming teachers. Incredibly long, wrong That's statistic. Just wrong, yeah. It was like seventy six, I think. Yo, she, she's, and they hadn't even really done it quite yet. I mean, she, stuff like that just bothers me. And they're spamming misinformation. They have this platform, and they're uh, being a professional victim. Well, here's the thing. I think you could do it practically for free. Okay, say to the teacher, hey, if you have your own license to carry a firearm, take this class, pay for it yourself, and you'll be allowed to bring your gun to school. Boom. You have so many people sign up for that, and it won't cost a dime. Yeah. Mikey, did you have a story to tell us before oh, yeah. we end? Um, so my high school decided to participate in the walkout. Um, and the the staff, like, they were allowing it. So they, but they made it so, like, you would just walk to the gym instead. And it was going to, I don't know, maybe they made it educational. I don't know exactly what happened. But everyone arrived in the gym and there was music playing. And the student, the it was a girl, that's all I know, who was in charge of playing the music, started playing Pumped up kicks. <laughs> oh my god! It was crazy. That's terrible. You know yeah, what? Yeah, you should uh, show the audience what that is when we uh, <laughs> I, sign up. Alex, <laughs> yeah, I was one step ahead of you. I'm gonna show the audience um, as we close right now what that song is about and what it is, so you can get an Take understanding. Yeah, draw your own conclusions and it gives context to the story. We're educating our audience here. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.